Welcome to The Hillside. I am your host, Tina Kampala, inviting you one more time to The Christian Podcast, asking you to step up to the hillside of life. Come with me up on the hillside where the view is breathtaking and the air is fresh. I want to sincerely thank all of you who have taken time to listen, like, and share the podcast. Allow me to invite you with the book of Revelation chapter 22 and verse number 17, as is my tradition. And the spirit and the bride say, come, and let him that hears say, come, and let him that is a thirst come, and whosoever will, let him take the water of life freely. The invitation, as I always say, is to each and every one of you to come and take of the water of life that is free to all who are willing to receive it. Now today, our topic is the four seasons of life. The four seasons of life. Now seasons are very important elements in all of our lives. In areas between the polar and the tropical regions, uh, the temperatures and the rainfall have changes throughout the year. And uh, these changes give rise to four seasons, namely spring, summer, autumn, and winter. Now, these four periods of the year can mirror the different seasons of our lives. Seasonal changes affect how we live. And to survive these seasons, we need to adapt to these changes. As the seasons change, we are awakened to the impermanence of life. And we realize the importance of embracing the present. I love the book of Psalms, chapter number 90 and verse number 12. It says, teach us to realize the brevity of life so that we may grow in wisdom. The first season of the year is springtime. This is the season of new beginnings. This season comes right after winter and precedes summer. Spring is a season of new beginnings. Fresh buds bloom, animals awaken, and the earth seems to come back to life. This is the most delightful season of the year. In spring, the temperatures are moderate and the days are longer. Flowers begin to bloom and the leaves on the trees come back. This season refers to periods of rebirth, rejuvenation, resurrection, regrowth, and renewal. If you are in this season of your life, it's a new opportunity to start again. You may have come from a season of difficulty, of brokenness, or hurt. The spring season allows you to start afresh and bloom again. The book of Song of Songs, chapter number 2 from verse 11 to verse 13 says, For lo, the winter is past, the rain is over and gone, the flowers appear on the earth, the time of the singing bird, birds is come, and the voice of the turtle is heard in our land. And there comes a season of new beginnings. When I think of springtime, the Bible character that comes to my mind is Joseph. Many of us know the story of Joseph. What about Joseph and depicts the springtime season? There are many lessons in the life of Joseph. 
sold quite young in the springtime of his life by his brothers as a slave and he found his way into Potiphar's house and from Potiphar's house to the prison and later to the palace. From the life of Joseph, we learn that in the springtime of your life, make wise decisions. In the springtime of your life, do not hold grudges. In the springtime of your life, trust in God. In the springtime of your life, expect uncertainty. And in the springtime of your life, adapt quickly to new situations. If you're in that springtime of your life, you're young. There are great opportunities available for you. Embrace the springtime of your life and allow the new beginnings to take effect in your life. After the springtime comes the summertime, the time and the season of joy. Now, summer is the warmest season of the year, falling between spring and autumn. The temperatures in this season are very high, and the warm weather uh, brings with it vacation and lighter wear. People discard the heavy clothing, and the atmosphere is of joy, is of exuberance, and it just breeds excitement. In this summer season, the weather, as the weather grows warmer, is the hottest and the driest time of the year. And where the water is in low supply, there is drought. The areas can sometimes experience heat waves where there is excessive hot weather, which includes spikes in the temperatures. Now, in summer, there is that energy. You can just feel it in the air. There is a carefree spirit. As I mentioned earlier, there is joy and there is exuberance. But as I mentioned, lacking in this air of excitement and exuberance is the danger of the heat wave, the danger of drought where there is no excessive water supply. In your summertime of life, in the summer season of your life, the book of Exodus, chapter 11 from verse 9 to 10 brings to life in the best way I can explain. It says, young people, enjoy your youth. Be happy while you're young. Do what you want and follow your heart's desire. But remember that God is going to judge you for whatever you do. Don't let anything worry you or cause you pain. You aren't going to be young very long in the youth of your life. It may be in the youth of your life physically, meaning you're within the age of a youth, or in your life, you're in that time where you're filled with excitement and joy and exuberance. Remember that in that summertime of your life, you need to be careful. Enjoy that time. Do not let anything worry you. But remember that anything you do in this summer season will be brought to book before the Lord. The character that this season brings to my mind is Samson. We all know how strong Samson was. In fact, he's the strongest man that ever lived. The things that Samson could do 
doing things that are exceptional. But in the life of Samson, in the summer of his life, there are lessons that we can learn. Lesson number one in the summer of your life, enjoy yourself with boundaries. In the summer of your life, practice delayed gratification. In the summer of your life, push your limits to new heights. In the summer of your life, discover your strengths and learn your weaknesses. In the summer of your life, as you are carefree, as joy, excitement, and exuberance choke your life, trust only in God. In this summer, it's a season of joy, a season of exuberance. Enjoy your summer time. In the next season, right after summer comes autumn, also known as fall, is a season of maturity. This season is the third season of the year and it comes after summer and just before winter. It coincides with the falling or the dropping of leaves from the tree as you go into the winter rest. Now, autumn has several symbols in our lives today that we need to think about for each one of us who is going through a season of autumn or fall. The days and the nights are the same, denoting balance. It's a season of balance and we need to embrace harmony in our lives in the season of autumn. In this season, we need to embrace change. The leaves are changing. Our environment is changing. Change is that constant that we need to embrace and make, give a central place in our lives and begin to adapt easily to the, to the changes that come in our lives. And so change. The next thing that happens in the season of autumn is preservation. We know that for even the animals, this is the time when they prepare for winter by storing food and creating uh, hibernation spaces. For the farmers, it's the time for collecting reserves of crops. And for those who are in this season, they tend to retreat indoors and focus on, you know, cultivating a safe and a comfortable home in preparation for the winter. In your autumn, let there be preservation. In your autumn, let there be protection as you guard yourself by wearing you know, more layers and thicker layers and fabrics to be able to protect yourself from the cold weather as the temperatures drop. Uh, we, we focus more on our health as we look inwards and boost our immunity through our better nutrition or better habits that ultimately heighten our self-awareness. In this time of autumn, you open your eyes to yourself and to your surroundings. In this time of autumn, it's a time of letting go. As the leaves fall from the trees, as the trees shed off their leaves, there is beauty in your autumn season of letting go. We need to let go of the things that have clogged our lives in the seasons past. Perhaps you got clogged in your winter season. Perhaps you got clogged in your spring season. And perhaps even in your summer season, you got clogged. And you need to begin to let go of the negative patterns in your life. Perhaps you're letting go of pride. Perhaps you're letting go of greed. Perhaps you're letting go of selfishness of unforgiveness, of bitterness. Perhaps you're letting go of hatred and anger. When you let go um, of the things that clog your life, you begin to embrace a more mature 
view to your life. You grow up and you take more responsibility for yourself. In this, your autumn season, embrace maturity. The verse that comes to mind is Paul's letter to Timothy. And he tells him, make every effort to come to me before winter. And in his request, he had request for the parchments, the the scrolls, and also uh, for his coat in preparation for the winter. He was anticipating by preservation ahead of the winter that was coming. He was making himself comfortable by preparing to have the parchments with him so that he could be able to read in the time of winter for the hibernation. In this your time of Atam, the Bible character that comes best to mind is Jacob. In his Atam season, he grew up. He was able to stand up for himself against his father-in-law Laban, who didn't want to let him go. He was able to stand up for himself. He was able to stop running away from his brother Esau and face him, taking responsibility for his actions. He was able to forgive himself by wrestling, you know, with the angel of God for his own blessing. Jacob grew up. In fact, in his wrestling, his name changed. In that change that he experienced, he embraced a maturer and wiser version of himself. You too, in your autumn season, will mature. You will let go of the things that are weighing you down and begin to grow up in preparation for the winter season of your life. And finally, we have winter, which is the season of reflection. Now, winter is the coldest season of the year and comes right after autumn and just before spring. It's associated with the plunging temperatures and the icy weather. You know, it's during winter when, you know, people dress so warmly, you have to really cover yourself up, fearing getting sick or, you know, freezing to death. The weather is very harsh and winter depicts harshness. It depicts silence. It depicts mourning. It depicts death, ending and detachment. And most of us feel that winter is drab and understandably so. There's very little daylight during winter. The days are shorter and the nights are longer. It's that season of the year when everyone goes into hibernation, into that comfortable space that you have prepared. And it is at this time when you sit back and you think. You think about the year past. You think about what you achieved and what you had planned. And this is also that period when you can plan for the future. Winter may refer also to death, old age, pain, loneliness, despair, and an end. The book of Acts chapter 27 verse 12 says, Since the harbor was unsuitable to winter in, the majority decided that we should sail on, hoping to reach Phoenix and winter there. There was a harbor in Crete facing both southern and the northern west. The northwest. Your time of winter is your time of hibernation. That time when you come and draw and pull away from everyone else and begin to introspect. You look inward and begin to find yourself, find your place and determine your future. In that quiet space where you hibernate, you and God are able to chart the way forward. In this season of winter, that Bible character that comes to mind in this winter season 
is Naomi. In her winter season, Naomi had lost both her sons, her husband as well, and she is left with the wives of her sons who do not even have children. Young ladies with no future. In fact, she tells them, go away for I cannot even give birth to other sons who will marry you or who can marry you. In her old age, she went through loneliness. She was at her end. She was in despair, in pain. And in this time of her old age, we can draw rich lessons from the life of Ruth. Grow others. Nurture relationships. In her connecting with Ruth, that relationship brought back joy into her life. In her winter season, she began to smile. In her winter season, she experienced peace, joy, and laughter. The Bible has many examples of people or characters that were in their winter season. This was a woman in her winter season. I got to read about um, lessons that were shared by Jack Ma, who is the CEO and founder of Alibaba, giving advice to young adults on how to be successful in their 20s, 30s, 40s, and beyond. I would just like to share with you the lessons that he had. He said that when you are 20 to 30 years old, you should follow a good boss and join a good company to learn how to do things properly. And when you're 30 to 40 years old, if you want to do something yourself, just do it. You still can afford to lose and to fail. And then he had, he added and recommended that people need to prioritize stability, family, and future generations at the age of 30 to 40. For those between the ages of 40 to 50, he said that instead of diving into a new field or subject towards the later years of your career, you should do things that you are good at. Find the things that you are good at and do them. And finally, for those between the ages of 50 to 60, he says, spend time training and developing young people, the next generation. And for those who are 60 and above, he said, take time with your grandchildren. It's more like the seasons of your life that we have discussed here in this podcast. In life, each one of us will go through any one of these four seasons. And Benjamin Franklin said, when you're finished changing, you're finished. Change affects us all and we each deal with change differently. The only constant in life, the only thing we can be sure will happen is change. To expect change has brought me hope during challenging or unexpected life events. This same thought has also brought fear in situations where the last thing I wanted was change. I've come to realize it's not the circumstances or the changes that dictate how my life will go, but rather how I handle these changes and disruptions. No matter the change we experience, how we embrace the change will forever impact how we are able to live with the change. Remember that changes are a normal part of life. It is also amazing how we each have our own resilience and ability to recover from or adjust easily to change. Practice living life with an attitude of gratitude and embrace change as an opportunity for continuous renewal and growth. Thank you so much and God bless you. (laughs) 